Street Talk Radio LA, man, we are live. Baltimore, Maryland, man, via Los Angeles, California, man. This is your girl, Big Homie Smiles. You can follow me on IG, Big underscore Smiles with a Z. This is my man on the ones and twos, been ready, like the motherfucking bitches on Figaro. They call me shiny two times, because all my bitches is dimes. If my money ain't right, bitch, you out of line. You hear me? That is my girl, PYT, on the background. In the background, do me right. Make sure y'all stream her shit. Do me right. Follow her on Instagram. They call me PYT, Cock a grip, they quick the setup. Brother, tell me, keep the stick. Yeah, he died, I did a switch. Trust nobody ever since. How you call my phone? Saying how they playing. You wood on the ground, posing with them. I see that you playing too. You a fraud, oh my God. That's why no one believe you. Wish no bad, I'm in my bag. Just know I can't fuck with you. Ooh, ooh, run through bands. Ooh, I feel like... Like a mask guy. Man, we got a apart, great show man. today, man. We got a wonderful, wonderful guest that should be popping up, but you know, all my players be on, you know, CP time. So whenever he show up, we gonna get it to it. But for today, <laughs> today's topic is going to be third eye. The reason why I chose third eye for today's topic is because right now we are in a celestial magical time. If for those of you that don't know, this is the year of the Aquarius for the next 200 years. Shout out to me. My birthday was the beginning of the month, 0202. So this is this what that means is that this is the year of truth. This is the year that things will come to the forefront for you if you are doing your manifestations right if you are putting your life in the right direction so third eye was very special to me because um it's very magical it's very mystical and not too many people understand what the third eye is i'm gonna just give y'all a brief definition of what third eye is going it is so what is third eye third eye refers to the gate that leads to the inner realms and the spaces of higher consciousness. So for those of you who are doesn't really understand what higher consciousness means, it means that you have a higher level of understanding outside of what you've been taught. That means that you see things that others really can't understand or you interpret things in a more spiritual way, right? So the third eye is often associated with religious visions, clairvoyance, the ability to observe chakras and auras, precognition, and out-of-body experience. So clairvoyance, now there's some people in this world that actually see colors, right? So when when they when they, when these people meet you, they actually see your chakra color. So some people they may look at you, um, that these clairvoyance people, they may see you and they may see purple. Or they may see pink or they may see white. Those are very special individuals in our society that have a very um, out of this kind of like an outer body experience. And they are on this third eye level. You know what I'm saying? So clairvoyance is the ability to observe chakras and auras, precognition and out of body experience. Signs, your third eye is opening is sometimes you may feel a dull sensation right here. Let me flip my brim up. So sometimes you might feel um, a dull sensation right here directly between your two eyes and in your eyebrows. So that is where the third eye usually is. And if you are awakening or if you are have become woke, then you will almost feel it rotate in the middle of your head. So when your mother say, hey, Put that shit down. I got eyes in the back of my head, nigga. 
she really talking about the third eye. She, your mom is has a different type of sight. You know what I'm saying? She's awoke. She is awakening. Um. So you, uh, the third eye. So signs your third eye is opening. A dull sensation, pressure between the eyebrows, and increased foresight. Now, uh, growing up. I used to see my dad, who was a Reverend Long Live, my Reverend Mark Cato Sr. My dad used to do this a whole lot, man. He used to just be sitting down just like this. And I never understood why. And now as I'm older, as I begin to awaken as my third eye, I don't know if y'all can see it. Let me look. Let me get this camera down. See that third eye right there? My shit is. I'm out. You know what I mean? I'm coming out. So my dad, uh, my dad used to just, you know, sit now. <laughs> my dad used to, shout out to Ben Ready. My dad used to just sit in the house and do like this. And I never understood why. He used to tell me, you know, you ain't going to understand. It's, it's too powerful for, for me to explain it. But this is how I speak to God. You know what I'm saying? So I speak to God. He used to be in the bathroom for hours, like preaching and talking to, you know, his spiritual power. And I didn't really, I thought he was kind of, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it took the little sweet, you know what I'm saying? But now as I'm older and I'm awakening, I do understand my dad's third eye was defossilizing. And when I say defossilizing, I mean, it was starting to um, come, it's starting to come about. The He was feeling that dull and that pressure between his eyebrows. And that is how, he received his information from his um, spiritual power in a, in a, so that he could give the word to the people in the congregation. Now, um, sometimes you have a feeling of gradual or continual change and increased headaches, you know. So when you are awakening or when you are stepping into the spiritual world or the spiritual realm of things, you are going to get headaches out of nowhere. You just going your headaches are going to start to increase. Uh, one way that I knew that my uh, sh- my third eye was defossilizing was um, it happened. I remember the day I was nineteen. Um, I was just entering uh, college. Well, I wasn't just entering college. I was probably in my second semester, second semester freshman year of college, and um, I had took this class uh, from with my professor. Her name was Tecla Johnson. She was a um, a, a history teacher and. She began to uh, speak about uh, the Black Panthers and she began to speak about, um, you know, how we need to be progressive as a culture and a community. And all of a sudden, like a sharp pain just pow. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. I don't. It's no cap. No Ken Wap, no Kenny. You know what I'm saying? That's what we say in D.C. We don't say no cap. We We ain't saying no cap. We say no Ken Wap. So no Ken Wap, you know what I'm saying? I felt that headache immediately. So I was like, dang, what's going on? I told my professor, I was like, man, I got a, it's a, I got a sharp pain right here in the middle of my head, uh, Professor Johnson. I think I may go to the doctor. She said, no, Miss Cato, you stay right there. What is happening to you is your awakening, sister. And I want you to continue with your journey. And you holler at me 10 years from now so I could see where this, where your journey is going to take you. So I was like, oh, journey. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, niggas, nigga on a journey. You feel me? <laughs> niggas on a journey to righteousness. So with when I, when she told me that, I looked up. Um, 
she 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 mentioned something about the third eye, and I looked up what the third eye was, right? So um, I'm gonna bring that information to you guys. I'm a I'm gonna give you guys this information because I feel like my listeners need to understand and need to know about um, you know elevating on a a more spiritual realm. You know what I'm saying? Especially with all this evilness and nonsense going on in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? So um, having a strong third eye chakra allows you to use your enhanced inner guidance that comes from more powerful, intuitive abilities. So when you're in a situation, okay, I'm going to give a prime example, right? So in, in school, I was in a situation where I had to make a choice. And the choice was, did I want to participate in a riot at my college on my college campus or did I want to sit back and look at these niggas act a fool? Now I had, I heard a voice, no bullshit y'all. I heard a voice in my head. It said, sit your ass down. Don't do nothing. Just fall back and chill. That was the third eye talking to me. You know what I'm saying? The intuitive abilities, my Power was seeping through. Like most college students, I did not listen to that voice in my head, and I decided to participate in the riot. And I start. Are you fucking kidding me? Fool, I know. Fucking kidding me. I was a fool. You know what that led me? It led me to being suspended. I mentioned that because I, as I told y'all before my my second semester in college my third eye you know began to protrude through to shine or defossilize as it were and I wasn't really taking my abilities and my powers seriously boom another situation happened Let's fast forward. I came, it's a little week suspension. I went to a, a small school in Charlotte, North Carolina private school you know what I'm saying so they did little shit like that like suspend you for a week they wasn't really trying to ruin your life and kick you out of school so I got suspended for a week it was like high school like 13th grade you know what I'm saying not to say that Johnson C. Smith wasn't a capable university but I'm just saying we was a black HBCU and we got treated a little bit differently because they know you know we be tripping sometimes so I got suspended for a week boom I come back to school I'm ready to work ready to do some things a month later Guess what, you guys? I get into some more shit. Now, are you fucking kidding me? I know. My shit was fucking up in college. No bullshit. So this time, right, again, another choice had to be made. And I was being talked to by my third eye, you know what I'm saying, about this situation. So let me tell you the situation. So in college, you know what I'm saying, you got this buy, buy books back type of deal so anybody that went to school they know at the end of the year you get to turn in your books and you get to sell them back to the school and they give you a little bit of money partial a third like a fourth of the money that you paid for for the book usually most college students you know like myself I'm not going to speak for anybody else but me but what I did with the money was purchase weed so that was my goal to buy weed. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> to buy me some motherfucking weed. You know what I'm saying? So I had about four or five bucks. Boom. That was about a good hundred dollars right there in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? I had a boop, hundred dollars right there. 
So the line is always stupid long, right? So they recommend that you get up to the bookstore, go early. Now, when I get into the bookstore, we were given instructions. Security guard tells me, ma'am, if you want to purchase anything in the front of the store, you got to leave actually out of the, the back of the bookstore, go back around and get in line so that you can go to the front. Me being hardhead, not wanting to listen to the person that talked to me on my in my head that said, listen, go out the door, go around, get back in line. It'll you be could be done with this. No. I decide that I want to be disrespectful. I'm gonna take all of the blame for this situation that just is about to happen. I decided to be disrespectful and not be a good listener and not take the choice that was given to me up here, the consciousness, my abilities, my powers that led me, you know what I'm saying, that told me, don't disrespect, be a listener, be a good listener and follow directions. I decided not to follow directions. And I told the security guard, look, fuck you. I'm not going, I'm not leaving out the side of the door to um, go to back to the front when I could just walk to the front of the bookstore. Fuck is you talk about? That led to an altercation. So me and the security start tumbling. We start fighting, literally. I cannot make this shit up. Anybody that went to Johnson C. Smith University think I'm lying, please tap in. So me and the security guard, we start tussling. I steal a nigga. Boop! He grabbed my dress, swing me into the bookshelf. I'm like, oh, shit. This nigga just pulled my dread out. You know what I'm saying? So now... I'm in an altercation with the police. I get brought to the judicial board. And unfortunately, they suspend me for the year. Right? They suspend me for the entire fucking year. So now I'm out of school. Now, how does that bring us to the chakra of the third eye? Because if I uh, listen to my, my subconscious, if I listen to that inner guidance that was telling me be productive and follow directions. I would have never got suspended from school. I would have never um, lost, lost out on an opportunity to uh, pledge because a lot of, when you don't listen to your inner guidance, the subconscious, when you don't make the right choice, people, young people, older people, anybody that's listening to me right now, you always put yourself in, messed up positions right so by me let me backtrack i was in the process of pledging delta shout out to my deltas out there oh whoop! i ain't a delta but you know i, I could have been so i was in the process of pledging delta right and i got accepted you know what i'm saying I, they do the little little joint you know what i'm saying do you have humility give you like a little it's just almost like secret agent man they give you like a little call Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You get the call. 
in in a in a sharp husky but feminine voice comes on do you have humility sabrina cato of course i said yeah no i did not have humility because if i did i wouldn't have got myself into that situation so by me getting into getting into that fight it caused me to have to drop line and when i say line that means drop the process of becoming uh, a delta and that really like put me in like a tailspin in life almost i feel like because you know i felt like the, my opportunity to become a delta would like position me in the in society in the world to be great but in all actuality when you when you're looking at the third eye and when you're looking at enhanced guidance um that comes from you know your abilities to be intuitive it was the it was the way that it was supposed to happen number one I wasn't allowing myself to be um, effective as a college student because I still had a very negative and hood mind state. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't listening. I'm in college. How am I in college not trying to listen, not trying to be productive? Number two, I I never had humility. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have humility um, when it came to me putting myself in a position to win. So when I, uh, when I went to the judicial board after um, the altercation with the police, I got a second chance. I, I had a second chance presented to me from the Dean. Shout out to the Dean um, that gave me the opportunity. And I, and I passed that through that shit to the side. I, so the Dean um, brought me to, cause she was a Delta, right? And in my school, I was I, I was I was pretty popular, you know what I'm saying? And me wanting to join the sorority deltas um was something that people was agreed uh like like for me to do. They they wasn't opposed to me being a part of the sorority, right? So the dean presented me an opportunity to write a letter. Um uh, write a letter to the police officer that I got into the altercation with and tell him why I was sorry for getting into the altercation. Me again, not being, uh, not taking the inner guidance that I heard within my own self, which was my, I believe my third eye, you know, kind of speaking to me. I didn't take the offer that she gave me because I felt like, I don't know why in the world that I'm thinking I'm in some type of real court. When I had been previously getting into a lot of trouble at my school, you know what I'm saying. So I didn't. I turned down the offer to um, make the apology letter to the um, the police officer. That, in in essence, led to me getting suspended for a year because they was like, "We looking at your file here, Miss Cato, and uh, <laughs> we see that you've been getting into a lot of trouble." <laughs> You got caught smoking weed five times in one day. You getting suspended for a year. We're not going to kick you out. We're not going to expel you. But we're going we gonna to suspend your ass for one year. I got suspended for one year. That, that kind of put me into a whole nother zone. Because now I got to tell my people why I got to come back home for some shit that I could have resolved myself as a young adult, right? So the third, so I'm going to get into what the third eye um, is associated with. 
So the third eye, the third eye chakra is associated with heightened spiritual growth, positive attitudes, and a more generous and humanitarian attitude towards life. Right. So in that moment, I wasn't really in a space to be positive. I wasn't really in a space for spiritual growth. I wasn't in a space uh, to have a, a, a humanitarian attitude towards my life. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I was just being neglectful of my ability to shine. And the universe was giving me the opportunity the universe. That's what the the third eye, like when you start to awaken, man, real magical stuff start happening, like favor. And it's a Bible scripture. My dad used to tell me, Sabrina, in a room full of darkness, your light will shine bright. Favor ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? So favor ain't fair. So especially when you out here, you know, trying to elevate and you 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 trying to make things better for your life. You know what I'm saying? You start to get favors just starts to happen god or whoever your spiritual power is just starts to just magical stuff start happening you know what i'm saying so i wasn't in a space in that moment in my life to kind of transform my aura trans to really bring out my third eye in a in a sense you know what i'm saying um this uh this chakra has a very strong relationship with the pineal gland. Now the pineal gland again you guys is your third eye. That is going to be that space in between your eyebrows and your nose. They call that the pineal gland. Um it you can relate this to the eye of Horus, uh, but I'll touch more on that a little bit later. Now the eye of Horus, but just to give y'all some information, the eye of Horus is uh, what is the what the Egyptians had um, the symbol the Egyptians used and worshipped to? But I, I'm gonna get more into that. Let me just finish this. So the the chakra um, has a very strong relationship with the pineal gland, which is found which is found behind the third chakra, the third eye chakra. During ancient times, it was believed to be where the site could be found. So remember, let me backtrack. Remember, I told you my dad who is a preacher, long live my dad, Reverend Marcato Sr., um, he used to tell me that he used to get his information through his third eye from God, you know, who was his uh, Lord and Savior, uh, who was his spiritual, you know, kind of counselor. Uh, so when he would had get sermons, each and every time he would get a sermon, my dad would go in the bathroom, lock himself in the bathroom for about five hours and just be talking and writing talking and writing out and I used to just sit by the door like dang why are you screaming it who is he talking to but now that I'm older he was getting that enlightenment because his pineal gland was fully defossilized because his sermons always was on point and always led to um you know me kind of stepping back in my life and like dang I gotta get my shit together you know what I'm saying? So the chakra is a, has a very strong relationship with the pineal gland, and which is found um, in the third eye chakra. During ancient times, again, it was believed to be where the site could be found. So uh, like I said, when your mom be like, hey, put that down. Got eyes in the back of my head, fool. Oh, I see you. That's because your mom got a third eye. Y'all ain't even know. Moms had a third eye. Now, what I wanted to talk about was the third eye 
uh, the horse, the eye of horse. The eye of horse is an ancient Egyptian symbol known all around the world. It symbolizes healing, protection, rejuvenation, rebirth, resurrection, and wholeness, right? So when you see now the Egyptians, now this is some Egypt. Now I don't want y'all to think that I'm just making this information up. This is this is in our history, especially in our Black history, because God gave us. And I say us, I mean the darker ones. You know what I'm saying? The power and the ability to be great. You know what I'm saying? We were the Gentiles that He blessed when the Israelites was not following orders. You know what I'm saying? So God told, look, hey. I'm going to provide all the things that I need to you guys, the Israelites, the, the chosen one. I'm a, y'all my people. I'm going to give y'all this information. I just want y'all to follow orders. Israelites ain't follow orders, so he snatched that gift and gave it to us. Boom, and we took it, and we did amazing things with it. That's why black people are great, and that's why black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just read that last part again. It symbolizes healing, protection, rejuvenation, rebirth, resurrection, and wholeness. It is sometimes called the all-seeing eye as a reference to the third eye. So also we use this third eye inside uh, of our, our money. So if you have a dollar, I want you guys to take your dollar out right now. Open the dollar up. You're going to see inside that triangle at the top. There is an eye. That eye is the eye of Horus. That's the all-seeing eye. See all, know all. Again, you know, let's let's backtrack because, you know, I feel like we always in black history, but, you know, I want to always make sure that our history is, is being known and how colonizers, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to call them crackers i'll call them colonizers the colonized no are you fucking kidding me colonizers stole the egyptians um way of uh life and they manifested it oh, excuse me they manifested it into their own situation and you know put their own meaning behind it but that eye that you see comes directly from the egyptians so when you are so I want you guys to think about as you grow and as you uh, become more one with yourself, you have to start looking inside you, right? You have to, this spiritual voyage that we are going to be on for the remaining years until this world comes to a crash, is going to be a, it's going to be a spiritual type of, of elevation for us you have to always remember that when you are elevating and when you are trying to redirect your life and when you are trying to do things in a in a better light in a better way you have to kind of disarm yourself with some bad habits that you may have had you know what i'm saying hold up one second you guys that are listening on the audio side i'm going to take a sip of my tea that my boo just made me <laughs> excuse me now, um, mm, that's really delicious. Now, when you are, um, you know, you have to kind of disarm yourself with bad habits. Now, uh, some of my bad habits that I had, that I had and I am working on currently, um, some bad habits that I have would be, number one, cursing. I know, I know. I, cur I Let me tell y'all about why I like to curse, right? 
I like to curse because growing up, I used to write a bunch of curse words. And I told myself when I get uh, when I became an adult, I would say all these curse words that I would just write on a piece of paper. Like, so I my 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 background is very religious. You know, I grew up in a very strict, you know, kind of directed household. You know, it's no we didn't. I wasn't really able or allowed to um, listen to like hip hop, you know, or like any look at TV shows that had any type of sexual nothing in it. Like couldn't look at that. I ain't even get a, we didn't even get cable in my house till I was about 16. I didn't get a cell phone till I was about 16. So that, you know, my life was kind of, you know, one way strict, real strict. You know what I'm saying? So when you grow up in a strict household and, you know, kind of have clamps on things that you can do, you know what I'm saying? You kind of, do bad things like write curse words, a bunch of curse words. I used to like write sentences of curse. Words. I'm not going to say the sentences because it's possible that mama Kato may be tuning in to my, my podcast. And she always telling me, Oh, <laughs> like, Oh baby, I would love to listen to your podcast, but your mouth is horrible. Your mouth is messed up. Every other word is MF. F. S A F M S A. I mean, I, I mix the curse words up. So this is some things that I'm learning to currently trying to, to dismantle because truth be told, a person that just uses curse words has a lack of knowledge. I hate that. I just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate that. I just said that, but it's true. If you have to curse, in every sentence, if you have to say bad words as a form of getting your thoughts out. Are you fucking? You're lacking intelligence, people. Are so, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I'm trying to dismantle that. I don't know. I may can't drop. Sometimes you just got to say MF. You know what I'm saying? You guys, that MF, you know, mother, mother flubber. You know, I've been learning how Motherfucker. to. Motherfucker. <laughs> See, that wasn't me, mom. That wasn't me. So I've been learning how to... Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) How to, like, uh, maybe, uh, like, put in fake words for the real curse words, right? So you got MF. That's mother. You know what I'm saying? So instead of saying mother... Are you fucking... (laughs) Right. I'm going to say mother flubber. You know what I'm saying? That mother flubber. You know what I'm saying? And instead of saying, bitch, <laughs> I could say, dang, this stupid Brazilian. Oh, no, no, no. That, that'd be racist or prejudice. No, no. Let me, let's think of another word. Instead of saying B-I-T-C-H, maybe I could say, I don't know. Bitch. <laughs> bitch. Oh, ooh, I could say, bitch. Okay, maybe maybe if I elevate the I in the word, it won't sound it's less harsh. But I got I got a new way to say MF, mom. It's called Mother Flubber. This goes back to my elevation and me dismantling some of my bad habits in my elevation process. Um, some things that I've learned too uh, with my third eye opening is that you have to have faith and you have to trust in the universe. You have to trust um, in your I, I I trust God. I don't know who you guys trust out there, but I trust God. So 
uh, when I had that situation, when I got suspended from college for a year, I had to like take a step back and I had to like sit back and look at myself and see why I got myself put in this situation. And one of the main reasons, another thing that I had to dismantle was not being a, a listener of authority. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is about people in authoritative power. I just dislike listening to them. I just hate it. I, I feel like I don't got, I felt not now because I'm elevating and my third eye has awoken and is awakening. I felt like I didn't need to listen to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because I had everything in control in my mind. But that's not true. That's not the case. You always need to, you know, self-check. I do. I call it, um, I call it accountability. And my mother raised me to, um, raised me with the, these two mottos. It was called the R&R which is respect and responsibility, right? So if you if you have respect and respond if you have respect, that means it's gonna come with some responsibility. And the responsibility is maintaining a life or a lifestyle that is worthy of somebody respecting. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out here just doing anything and think you gonna, you know, tell somebody, hey, I think you should wop, 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 and then you out here doing a, B, and Z, you know what I'm saying? Not the right way. So I had to um, learn respect and responsibility. And when I got into that situation where I got suspended from my school, shout out to JCSU, Johnson C. Smith University, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, big clubs. I had to um, like self-evaluate myself, man. Not only was I not only did I lose out on thousands of dollars because I, I got suspended for a year, I had to now work crazy ass jobs. I had to work crazy ass jobs, you know, in order to get myself back into school. Cause you know, my parents were in the best financial situation to um, help me out. So I had to do it myself. Now that taught me another lesson, right? When you're and when you're in school that is being paid for, not only by, you know, your scholar, I had some scholarships and some grants, but, some my parents money too when you are dealing with people who are paying for stuff for you you got to tighten up you can't be out here just doing anything willy-nilly and and that goes to I'm, I'm sidestepping i'm digressing but that also goes to artists out there in the world right so you got a lot of artists who are getting signed and for you know by these big record labels and you know they are not doing what's necessary as an artist to be successful in their career, right? So say, I'm going to give you a prime example. Say an artist gets signed for, I'm going to throw a number out there, $5 million. $5 million of them things, you know what I'm saying? This artist, in his mind or her mind, they're thinking like, oh, man, I just hit it big. I got $5 million. I'm about to blow. I'm about to go buy me an AP watch. I'm about to buy me a chain with diamonds in it. Not understanding and not having the responsibility, not taking respect and responsibility for their craft and for what has just been bestowed on them to understand that that's not your money. That's the label's money. And you got to pay back every cent of that five million. So that means if you make a record and it go platinum gold, you're not getting paid until your record lab label is able to recoup, you know what I'm saying, the money 
that they fronted you. So it's like a front. So for my artists out there who are listening to me, who may come back to this podcast and tap in, I just want y'all to know that y'all have to use y'all inner ability, y'all spiritual powers. Y'all, y'all have to open that third eye, not the two eyes, because the two eyes can be deceiving. You know what I'm saying? You just see money and you're not really looking at what is behind that money. So I need you guys as artists to t- um, to make sure that you guys are reading your contracts. Right. Because this this is just historic, especially in our community, in our black community with uh, labels and these big record companies who are ran by uh, Jewish white people who just in it for the money and they see a ticket on black culture because we only got two lanes in their mind, entertainment and music. You know what I'm saying? I did a paper on this called the Black African-American Experience. You know what I'm saying? They only see us in two lanes, but it, even if that's the case, if you are artists or you are and you are getting signed, please, please, you have to take your due diligence and you have to get a lawyer that is able to understand contracts and read your contract with you and make sure that they are not getting y'all out of money. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at a um excuse me. I was looking at a um a podcast uh with the old rapper um chameleon. I can't even think of the um the song by Chameleon there now that I think about it. it was, I know it was, Oh, yeah, yeah. We riding dirty. Going to get me riding. Now, that song was popular back then when it came out. But guess what? Chameleon got shitted. Excuse my French. Got, um, got his money snatched from these labels. And when he had to, um, he had to take a step back. And was, was asking like, dang, where my money? I'm, I got a, a record that's number one. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm getting endorsements here. Where's the money? So he had to go get a lawyer, and that lawyer ended up finding six hundred thousand dollars that the label was hiding from him in the contract, though, because he was he never read the contract. So it was a a rack of a rack of loopholes and a rack of things that he should have been getting paid for, but wasn't being proactive and trying to get that money for because he didn't know because he wasn't reading contracts. So. That goes back to me saying for you guys that is artists, because when you're an artist, think about this, you guys. When you're an artist, you are in a spiritual realm. You are actually using your third eye because you guys that do this freestyling, you know what I'm saying? Y'all get in the mic, y'all get in the booth, and y'all start freestyling. Those are That's information that is being given to you by the, the spiritual realm. Sorry for the sweat spot, you guys. You know, it's a little hot. <laughs> There's information you guys are, are being given to um, by the spiritual realm. Your third eyes opening, you starting to see lyrics, you know what I'm saying? You starting to hear beats and shit, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker be tapping. Oh, I said motherfucker. Mother flubber be tapping on the uh on the table. And you be like, ooh, that'll sound good on the track. And you make up her producer beat, boom, it's a hit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have to really understand that as artists, you guys are. Uh, you guys have the ability to kind of change the narrative and what we are hearing and what, you know, is being put out there to to the generations. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have the ability to kind of change the narrative, almost like what Nip was doing, um, Long Live Neighborhood Nip. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Crenshaw and Slauson. Uh, what he was doing with his music, he was transforming his 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 what he was known as as being a, a gangster, you know, he was a gangster, you know what I'm saying? He was a big head crip, 
Rolling 60, shout out to Rolling 60. I ain't no crib, but you know, I want to shout them out. He was, you know, but he had a, he was starting to change his mindset. He was starting to get more elevated. He was starting to uh, change his thinking. Even Bobby Smurder, shout out to Bobby Smurder, welcome home. Even Bobby Smurder said that he spoke to Nipsey and his, his thoughts was even different. You feel me? So when you guys are artists out here, you cannot be doing music that the label wants you to do. You have to take your control of your music and take control of your life and the lives of others. Cause people are really listening to you. You know what I'm saying? They are really paying attention to your lyrics and they're, they are taking things literally. You know what I'm saying? If you got some music say, come pal, I'm gonna shoot you now. Run up on your bow, bow. You might got a little kid that's listening to that. You know what I'm saying? And they might like, dang, I got to get a gun. I got to run up in somebody's house and shoot them. Bow, bow. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to y'all gotta be mindful of the things that you guys are putting out in the world and the, the, the energy that you guys are putting out there with your music and things like that. Because music is how we as a culture, as a black culture, communicate to each other. It's how the slaves communicated when the masters didn't want us reading books. You know what I'm saying? They will hum. Hmm, we are going to go to the North Star. We are going to leave this plantation far. And a, and a, and a, and a uh, plantation master's like, mm, they always singing. What they talk about? North Star. Going far. They clueless. They was, they was talking about rolling out. Leave it. You know what I'm saying? You see how the music can have be influential and help. You know what I'm saying? So. For those of you guys who are tapping in, the topic for today is third eye. Um, I was just talking about, I was just letting you guys know um, that the third eye is powerful, is real. We all have third eyes and how you get your third eye awoken or defossilized, as I call it, is you, you know, you just have to elevate your mind. You have to think more spiritual. You have to have faith. You have to believe in yourself. You have to... Um, be a humanitarian, you know what I'm saying? So this this is another thing I want to talk to y'all about too, you artists out there. Don't oh. be posting, yeah, oh y'all, I'm talking to y'all. Don't be posting y'all stuff that y'all doing for the homeless. Y'all out here uh doing like drives. I just seen a joint with uh Wale and uh who else? Wale and Gunner. They was like, "Oh, we out here in Texas. We helping the uh Texans." No, don't be recording that. That's not for us to see. That's for y'all and, and, and y'all's spiritual journey as artists wanting to be able to give back to the people that listen to y'all music. Y'all shouldn't be putting it on the internet for kudo points. Now, if somebody's recording y'all doing it, okay, cool. But y'all should not be, or say, y'all shouldn't be setting it up where people are recording y'all doing these humanitarian things because it's, it's not really... Y'all not really doing it for the right purpose. Y'all just doing it for the clout, the homeless clout, the clout, you know, for the people like, oh, yeah, that, that's a good person. They out there, you know, passing out waters or trying to fix the pipes so the people in Texas are from the ice and stuff. Now, y'all can't be doing that. Be, be genuine. And when you guys do things, do things from the heart. Don't be out here recording um, yourselves, you know. Giving back. Giving back is supposed to come from the heart. It, we ain't supposed to see that. Now, if we see it because somebody recording y'all, the person, the people that y'all helping, okay, cool. That's cool. That's all right. Oh, excuse me. Now, I want to um, 
before I get into my story, I ain't going to do my man too bad. But let me tell you, Uzi, ah, I'm disappointed in you, my guy. I'm disappointed in you because you we, we set up this interview, man. He tried, he tried, he tried to uh, jump in and I don't, I don't know what happened. His name's still showing down here, but uh, I don't it's know what It's still happened. showing? Yeah. Okay, I ain't going to throw you under the bus. Let's play that. Hey, hey Ben, let's spin the Uzi Ock and Uzi Ock record that I, um, he sent to us. And then I'm going to come back in with my, my short story and we're going to wrap this thing up. <clears throat> okay. Shout out to Uzi Ock, big capital height shit, you know what I'm saying? Long live Dino De Niro. Shout out to Lil Nye, my boy Jay. CGE. <laughs> We out here. Big Capital Heights vibes, you feel me? 41 back streets. I'm 41. Big homie, you heard? Out here putting on for my city, man. I'm hardly home, but I'm always rapping. You dig me? This is Uzi Ock, man. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram. Uzi Ock. This is Scotty Too Hotty. This is his latest record. Let's go! I stuck my chip out some brains. The hood really fuck with my jangle. The police shot study my lingo. I shoot at your head like a limbo. I screw my rap to your Yeah, nigga. Crank it. Yeah. Angela Ciencia. Who's the yacht, man? Cabarites. Let's go! Shoot my shit, I'm like Scotty too hotty. You got no bodies, we call you nobody. Post on the strip with a glick or a shoddy. Jay got the drizzy and he came to party. Riding with socks, I had a bundle, no flexing. SC 400 back in the day special. Used to pull up in the Lexus or fresher. Gas come from Cali, but in good in Texas. I took a trip, make a flip, we can catch me. Coke water soda in the gang, we ain't dressed. Fuck over there, that's my nigga, old vegetable. Ain't no lacking, you see what I'm packing. One, two, three, four pieces of a fraction. Couple niggas slipping off the tip, but just relax. The bitch still tripping out a motherfucking factor. I should've got paid when I crack right now. Shoot at a fuck nigga, shoot at a op. Shoot for the stars, I'ma shoot at the cop. I'ma shoot at your mom, I'ma shoot at your pops, I'ma shoot at your car every time that you stop. Fucking with me, I'ma come where you sleep. Back in the day, and it's just with me. Now the back door is so open and easy for niggas to leave any nigga. Believe me, and my niggas. One rat to the chopper, stop chopping the drinkers. Stop drinking Rihanna, Chris Breezy, the game, yeah, need me. I do this prestigious like Harvard. I teach you to reach if you preaching and leave me. Give you that war with no warning. I'm hot, I've been warming the best, I've been on it. I swear you can't do it the way I've been doing it. Don't try to fake it, you know you're not better. Pull up in fiscal, I pull up in Tesla. I pull up Mercedes, I in my Mercedes. You niggas not crazy, you niggas just lazy. Niggas can't play me like a PS5. I'm trapping like Sony, need to hurry up and buy. Ooh la la's, and I got a couple pies. You suck and still hating, I can see it in your eyes. So I still get money and I'm still on the rise. Wesley and Money Graham trapped for the guys. Trapped for the mob right now, we got it loud. You stand hard on the lock for a block, get a nigga rich. Make a nigga hot stop. Still shoot a nigga football, head, legs, shoulder, arm up. And I don't give a fuck about guns in the truck, got guns in the cut, don't get beat the fuck up. Down, left, right, matter of fact, I'ma beat your ass every time I fight. Every time I see you, I'ma whoop you. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bitch. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bitch. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bitch. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bitch. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bitch. I'm going to have a lot of people on this bit
Hey, that was my man Uzi. Are you Uzi. fucking kidding me? That was his, that was his joint, Scotty Too Hottie. That joint, Jai Crank. You know what I'm saying? We, I wish we had my man on the, uh, on a, on a podcast to, you know, give us some more info. But we're gonna get him back, you know, another time. That was a, a, a great, uh, a great track. Um, y'all make sure y'all follow him on Instagram. That is U Z I A H K Uzi Ah. You know what I'm saying? From Capitol Heights, doing it big out there. That was a nice track. Now, today's story, ladies and gentlemen. Let me let me get a little closer. The closer I get to you, the more you make me feel. Okay, so the title of today. That was my little, you know. Um, so the title the title of today's story is called Love Is. Hey Ben, go ahead, play the drop the music, Ben. Drop the music. Drop the music, sir. So this story takes place in Alabama, 2014. A young black couple migrates to ATL to continue their education at an HBCU. Shout out to the HBCUs out there, mines especially, JCSU, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. JCSU. Um, so they wanted to continue their education at an HBCU. Tony and Tanya have been together for 10 years. They met in middle school and have been connected at the hip ever since. Y'all all know how that go when you meet the love of your life, your soulmate. Shout out to my baby. We are hipsters. She's <laughs> connected to my hip. She, she gave me this tea. Shout out. My baby, thank you. Um, so they've been connected to the hip ever since, right? Um, until one day, a tragedy strikes, causing the couple to start over. Tanya, who is a sociology major, was excited for her first day of classes. She researched all of her professors to catch a vibe of how they operated so that she could be prepared. Now, some students who are extra like Tanya do these things and research it and, you know, not, not no offense to my researchers out there. <laughs> no offense. They like to research, extra research on people. <laughs> like my baby. Extra research on people. So she did a research on the professor that she was having. And one teacher that stuck out to her was this professor by the name of Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle. Not to be confused with the Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle. So Dr. Doolittle uh, was 4'2 and had a huge love for animals and Are was you an fucking advocate. kidding me? Go figure. And was a huge advocate for the LGBT community. Shout out to my guys. <laughs> the queer eyes for the straight guys. Um, so she was a <laughs> she was an advocate for the LGBT. <laughs> She was an advocate for the LGBT community. Tanya noticed a quote under Dr. Doolittle's bio. You know, all the professors, all the teachers have a bio on their webpage of the school. And she happened to look at the bio of Dr. Doolittle's. And, her, and the quote under Dr. Doolittle's bio read like this. Love is blind. It will take over your mind. What you think is love is truly not. You need to elevate and find. Tanya was like, oh, damn, that's my song. I love that song. That's that, Lauren Hill. I think that's Eve. Is that Eve? Oh, Tanya didn't know. Tanya didn't know. She thought it was Lauren Hill. But it happened to be Eve, so Tanya was a little, she probably was doing a lot of research, doing a lot of research 
that night. Not enough. Not enough research. She she failed. Um, so she was like, "Oh my goodness, that was my song. I love that song." She said it aloud in the library. Came the came the older librarian. You got to be quiet. You can't be yelling like this in our library. You got to go. This is a quiet zone. So Tanya got up and left. Um, Tanya began heading to her first class. Tony, her boyfriend and sociology major as well, saw her heading to class and ran it to, up to catch her. Damn, baby, you running. Why are you speed walking? I'm trying to catch up with you so we can go to class together, sit together. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I love you, girl. You my boo. He's like, babe, slow down. You know what I'm saying? So they got to their... Uh, so Tony and her boyfriend and, and a sociology major as well. He saw her heading to the class. He ran up to catch with her. Hey, Bay, you was walking fast. You ready for class? Tanya looked back at Tony and said, "Of course, Bay. I was born ready." The couple entered. The couple entered the class and found two seats together, as couples do. You know what I'm saying? Especially these two. They've been together for ten years. They met in middle school. They connected at the hip. So they found, I know, they found um, two seats together in class. So Dr. Doolittle yelled, um, says to the class, everyone, pull out your sociology journal and your book that was emailed to you guys. Everyone should have it. Although the class heard instructions being given, the class looked around to see where it was coming from. And someone in the class, which is probably a nigga like me, they yelled, where you at, though? The class bust out in laughter. <laughs> where is she at? Where is she at? Where's this? Where's these instructions coming from? Dr. Doolittle appeared magically behind the gentleman and said in her feminine yet baritone voice, when your commander says drop to the ground, soldier, you do as she says. Got it? Are you fucking kidding me? The student shocked and scared a little bit. He he farted just as she popped up behind him. Shocked and scared. He just shook his head yes and pulled out the items. Dr. Doolittle asked the class, who in here has fell victim? To a bad relationship. Everybody in the class raise their mother, they mother flubber hand. Raise the hand, including me. I raise my hand. We all have been in some bad relationships, you know what I'm saying? I was, whew, I got stories, nigga. So um, everyone raised their hand. She called out Tanya. So, Tanya, who is this sitting beside you, this handsome young man with a bush and light brown eyes? Do you love him, Tanya? Do you love this guy sitting? I noticed that you guys walked in together and you was holding hands and y'all sat together in the front. Do you love him, Tanya? Tanya looked at Tony. Looked back at the class. Tanya stood up. Hold up. I messed up. So Tanya, who was sitting, <laughs> my bad. Are you I kidding skipped. me? I skipped. Let's backtrack. So Tanya, who was sitting beside you, and do you love him? Tanya looked at Tony, then back to Doctor Doolittle, 
who was petting her dog that magically showed up beside her? Tanya stood up and turned to the class and said, No! No, I do not love Tony. Because I don't know what true love feels like. The class grew silent. I was like, damn. Damn, you don't love him? Damn, she just... Somebody in the back was like, damn, she just gonna say that? He right beside her. He heartless. Heartless ass joint. So Dr. Doolittle said, sociologists will tell you that the need for social relationship, especially attachment, drives much of our daily social interactions with others. Theologians will tell you that love is divine and is a part of our eternal nature. So Tony stood up. Tears in his eyes. <laughs> ten years, Tanya. Tanya, ten years. Aww. I met you in middle school. You don't mean you don't you mean to tell me you don't know what love is? So Tony stood up with tears in his eyes. He turned around, he got on the ground, opened up a black case, and it was a large diamond ring. And he looked towards Tanya and said, love is us, Tanya. Love is us. Marry me. Are you fucking kidding me? Tanya looked at him, what did you looked at the class, and said, I do. I will marry you. And that's the end of the story. Thank you, guys. Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you, guys. The title of that story was called Love Is. That just goes to show, you know what I'm saying? You got to stick with your person that you love. Shout out to my baby. Shout out to my boo. The love of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like You got to stick with the person that's got your back. And even if they don't think they know what love is, you got to show them. You got to love them harder. I tell my baby all the time, baby, I'm going to love you harder and better. That concludes the end of our show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I also want to thank my guy, my boy, the engineer, the man, the podcast god. Been ready. Going to ones and twos, man. Y'all can follow me on um, Instagram. Make sure y'all follow me as big underscore homie smiles with a Z. Y'all can also uh, make sure y'all cash at me some love donations if y'all want to. It's the money sign treetop. Uh, what is it? The money sign treetop. <laughs> Hold up. The money sign treetop radio 87. Okay. It's the money sign treetop radio 87. Hey, man, what's your Instagram and your uh, your cash app for people that want to make love donations? Uh, Ultimate Apparel. That's A L L T U H. M E N T apparel. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, uh, Instagram at, at the real oh, uh, at the real Ben Ready. At the real Ben Ready. Yeah. I also want to shout out Love Is Love. Shout out to my boy Skyland Banks. He's a young DC entrepreneur um, who is has a a, a popping brand. Um, I'm I'm honored to be a brand ambassador. I made myself a brand ambassador. He didn't really tell me I was a brand ambassador. I made myself. That's how that's how loyal I am with my black people. You know what I'm saying? If you fuck with me, ooh, excuse me. If you frig with me, I frig with you. You feel me? So love is love is the 
is the clothing line. Y'all can follow him on Instagram. That's L U V is L U V. And uh, I, I want again. I want to shout out to my baby. I love you. I can never go a show without telling you, darling, how much I love you. You are my light. My Aww. cherry to my Sunday. You are the Aww. the cream on the top of my pie. Aww. And you know, um <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the cream, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I love you, boo. <laughs> I will also want to say, you know what I'm saying? Free Simba. That's my guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Free that man. He just dropped some new crank called Splash. We about to throw that on real quick. A been ready. Drop the crank. And we out this bitch. Eight thirty seven. Turn up, Mo. All these bitches gone. Fuck me for a chat. For a chat. Say she love me, only want me cause I'm next. Cause bitch, I'm next. Ruga boys, we awesome shooters. We the best. Fucking best. We got forty so don't pull up on my sack. Never, never. I just splash, splash, then I pussy hoe. Splash. I'm a splash, splash, then I pussy hoe. Splash. Made a first draft, I'm a rookie, ho Made a first draft, I'm a rookie, ho Shawty say she know me, do you want a cookie, ho? Show you how to whip that bowl, ain't talking cookie dough I'm finally famous, you don't know how long it took me, though I was selling drugs and I was pushing dope Niggas faking like they really in the streets How you beefing when your pockets looking weak? Mighty weak Have my little nigga run off with the heat ba, 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 ba. Catch a body, drop a body, he won't speak Oh, murk I just splash, splash, in the freak Splash, splash I'ma throw this cash on her cheeks, on her cheeks. I bet she make it last for a week, for a week. Fifteen hundred all in cash for the sneak. All these bitches gone, fuck me for a chat, for a chat. Say she love me, only want me cause I'm next. Cause bitch, I'm next. We can boys, we got some shooters, we the best. Fucking best. We got forty, so don't pull up on my sack, never, never. I just splash, splash, then I pussy hoe. Splash. I'ma splash, splash, then I pussy hoe. Splash. Made a first draft, I'm a rookie hoe. Made a first draft, I'm a rookie hoe. Young nigga. Old money, brand new gun, new gun. And if this song offends you, nigga, do something. Nigga, do something. I ain't with the odds, bitch, I'ma shoot boom, one. Boom, boom, boom. Most these niggas out here faking, I'm a true one. Real, nigga, she gon' fuck a nigga for the free, for the strength. There ain't no benefits fucking with me. Uh-uh-uh. Hit her from the back and tell that bitch to leave. Bitch, my back. I got rubber bands from the street. Rubber bands. These niggas don't know how to keep it G. No, they don't. Niggas in my own city hate on me. What more call? Only thing I'm running from is the police. MCPD. They might try to lock me like they did Brody. Free Brody. All these bitches gone, fuck me for a chat. For a chat. Say she love me, only want me cause I'm next. Cause bitch, I'm next. Ruger boys, we awesome shooters, we the best. Fucking best. We got 40, so don't pull up on my sack. Never, never. I just splash, splash, then I pussy hoe. Old crank, but it's new to the world. Pre-something. 